0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, With all your being with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself He answered to him you have answered correctly do this and you will live But because he wished to justify himself he said to Jesus and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied a man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho They stripped and beat him and went off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, The one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise you, Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. It's fairly common that I'll have people tell me that they have a hard time with the parables it's like father we just don't understand these parables and uh, i'm going to give you the clue to understand parables it's really not that hard uh, what you're doing is when you listen to the story you you think what is the main point or the moral of the story now as good americans we should be good at this right what's the moral of the story and in this case we, we've been led into it to a certain degree because the question was who is my neighbor and this story of the good samaritan is to answer that question. And so the moral of the story is that all people, even our enemies, are our neighbor and we need to be neighbor to everyone else. So this is the basic idea. But like a lot of good stories, there are a lot of details that are easy to miss, uh, especially since we're talking about a different culture in a different time. In This particular story. We have a priest who's going up to Jerusalem and As he is either going up or coming down. You can't really quite tell by the context uh, He sees this person who's stripped and he's beaten and left half dead so he can't talk He doesn't have the clothes so it, you can't identify him And so the priest doesn't know who this man is and the priest doesn't know if he's alive or he's dead and that matters because if The man happens to be dead and the priest touches him then he becomes ritually impure and he can't go and offer sacrifice or if he's coming down from Jerusalem Then that means that he touches him. He has to go back up to Jerusalem and go through a purification process So it's not so much that he's being mean It's more that he's trying to remain ritually pure and not contaminate himself and so it's just not worth the risk for him Now the second person who goes up is a Levite now the Levites aren't the professional priests, but they're the helper priests and The Levite notices that perhaps the other priest didn't do anything So why should I in addition to that since the Levite doesn't know who this person is? What if it is a Samaritan because if that's the case they didn't really have anything to do with Samaritans And so again, it was just the easy solution to do nothing Now the twist in the story here is that the Samaritan is the hero Now when we hear of good Samaritan, we tend to think of it as like oh, those are the heroes right the good Samaritans But in Jesus's day Jews would not have looked at Samaritan as being a hero Samaritans were their enemy the Jews hated the Samaritans. They wanted nothing to do with Samaritans Uh, They actually considered their food and everything about them as being impure and so the Samaritan actually sets himself up in, in a particular way because when he pours oil and pours wine over him, if this person were Jewish, then that would be considered something ritually impure. And then when he takes him to the inn and gives him a couple coins and says that I will return in a few days to check back, well, again, he's setting himself up because if he comes back and the person dies, then if he has other members of the family. Then the innkeeper will identify him as the one who brought him and so maybe he'll get blamed for the being the one uh, That abused him or if he happens to live and they notice that he's a Samaritan Then all of a sudden he created an impurity To the jewish person who recovered and so there's it's almost like a no-win situation for the Samaritan Yet he decides to respond out of his compassion And because of that we have the lesson of the story that You'll notice that when Jesus asks the scholar of the law who was the one who was neighbor Notice that he didn't say oh the Samaritan No instead. He just said oh, I suppose the one that act with compassion that way. He didn't have to say the Samaritan was the hero so in this situation We're supposed to look at that and say okay. The lesson is that we need to look at everyone all of God's creation and human beings his children our brothers and sisters as being our neighbor and This was something that was a bit revolutionary in Jesus's time So a few years ago There was a friend of the family who was getting confirmed and I asked him I said what's your favorite story in the Bible? And he said I like that parable of the Good Samaritan so I went and got a print the Van Gogh print of the Good Samaritan. It's kind of a nice little piece of art. And later we went to go get a frame for it and the different colored frames changed the look of the painting. And I've never noticed that before with art. Uh, Many of you people who are smarter than me probably have that one figured out long ago. But when you have a gold frame around a painting, it brings out the gold in the painting, or the yellow. And when you have red, it brings out the yellow, or the red, which was the hat of the Samaritan. And same with Brown brought out the horse. And anyway, I just found it different interesting how these different frames added new dimensions to this particular painting by Van Gogh. And it got me thinking that, well, that's what parables do. Uh, the intention of a parable is that we get the moral of the story, but then we look at it from all the different angles so that we can apply it. So to give you an example. Sometimes we are like the priest and the Levite. We have an opportunity in front of us and we fail Sometimes we're like the Samaritan. We really take a step out in faith and we do something even at our own potential peril now uh, about 10 years ago, I was on the uh, Camino de Santiago in northern Spain. It's a big long pilgrimage road and you walk for hundreds of miles so I'm doing that with this small group and we finally got to this place, and after walking all day, uh, my priest friend and I and some of the other members of the group are talking with this small group of Italians, and their English is very poor and their Spanish is worse. Uh, but as we're, we're talking with them, there's the, the one young woman who's crying. And we asked her, like, what's, what's wrong? Why, why are you crying? And she's crying because her feet are so damaged because she has these boots that are too small. And it caused her toe to be jammed up in the front of her boots. Uh, Like a lot of hiking mistakes, you know, people will buy shoes that are too small for them. Well, anyway, after talking with them, I said, well, just get sandals or something. You get rid of those boots, you know, because that's that's what the problem is. And I figured, okay, I did my good deed. Let's go on because we have mass coming up in a little while. And then also I'm getting hungry, so it's time for dinner. And uh, my friend said, well, those toes need help. So we're going to take you to the clinic and I'm thinking no, we don't have time for that It's like I'm hungry and we're going to be missing mass later on and and uh, But anyhow, we ended up finally I gave in I'm like, okay, let's do that so we we bring her down to the clinic and uh, Because I spoke Spanish uh, Even though it's Spain Spanish was a little different. But anyway uh, explained to the the doctors and the nurses the situation so they they cleaned her up and then put on her bandages and at the end Uh, Once we dropped her off again, she's wearing these sandals with these two white wrapped big toes and she's got her thumbs up You know, like thank you guys, you know, and but Afterwards, I was thinking like okay. I really messed that one up, but my friend got it right You know, he was being neighbor to her when he didn't have to be and that's the difficulty of this particular parable being neighbor to those that we don't have to be neighbors to. And really, Jesus doesn't just give us these parables like they're nice little stories. He does it because he lives the example that he gives in the parable. So think about Jesus. He was delivered over by his own people. Jesus chose to die for the sake of all people. He was the Messiah for everyone. And even while he's on the cross, He's praying for those who are persecuting him, and so he's showing us by his example how we should act But it's not something unusual to Saints as well think about the number of Saints that have similar stories St. Patrick for example He was kidnapped by a bunch of Irishmen brought over there and was held as a slave for years before he finally escaped And once he made it back to England and became a priest What did he want to do once he became ordained? I want to go back to Ireland I love those people. And then think about Damien, St. Damien of Molokai, for example. So he chose to go and live among the lepers. And we can think about Mother Teresa, who in a similar way, she chose to go live in the streets and to help the people. And, and every one of them had a million different reasons why they didn't have to do what they did, but they acted out of compassion. And so it gives us a, a bit of an insight, first of all, to understand that all living human beings are sacred and they're brothers and sisters, they're children of God, and we, as Christians and as followers of Christ, really do need to imitate his example. And also, it should inspire us uh, to understand that, yes, in today's polarized world, it's not for us to be setting up camps and isolating and alienating people and pretending that somehow they're less human. We should accept the reality of God's creation, Especially his desire to serve us and to save us It's just a matter of responding in gratitude that we try to do what he did for us And so this week we might want to be considering that as well uh, Just to not only understand that we are called to love our God our neighbor and ourself But maybe not sell short our neighbors and to understand that that our ability to be neighbor to them is just something that we see imitated in Jesus himself And like a lot of good lessons, we just want to do as he did.